Well, Steve, what's happening in the huddle on that last drive? Hey, we're just preparing. They look like they were hoping to win, hoping to make a play. We knew we were going to make a play. What happened between you and Tlaib on the field early in the game? I don't know. You're going to ask him because he didn't finish the game. Ice up, son. Ice up. So the last time you tuned into Mike Up Sun, it was a review of the draft. And we were super excited that the Panthers had finally made some moves that the guys, and even I, not as a Panthers fan, were desperate to see them make to secure the team. But this week, it's time to go balls deep in Baker and welcome him <laughs> with some Southern hospitality. Uh, Dustin, I'm just going to let you set the stage, sort of how it came together. All right. So, you know, we've all known that... Baker's been a potential trade target for a while. Um, and I think if you follow the Panthers closely enough, you understood that we were essentially just waiting out the Browns and getting the most value out of the trade that we could, which we really did. We got a great value out of it. A, a conditional fifth round pick, not even next year, two years from now. And that's if Baker Mayfield starts a certain amount of games, it'll turn into a fourth round pick. And if he's starting that many games, that means he's probably doing a pretty good job for us. So um, that and we're only paying $5 million in salary. He took a $3 million pay cut. And the Browns are paying $10, $10.5 million, something like that right. this year. So, and, and Baker took that pay cut because he really wanted to get out of Cleveland and get somewhere else. Right. He needed to be somewhere because he wasn't going to play a game in Cleveland. This one, year. one of the uglier breakups you've ever seen. There's no chance of him donning up. Honestly, I, I can't fault him. I mean, after he won the Browns, their first playoff game in goddamn forever, they turned around and fucked him like that for Deshaun Watson. Like who's going to have to register as a sex offender. But, yeah. Uh, so, you know, probabilities, right? So the quarterback room looks like, uh, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, and the rookie drafted uh, Matt, Corral. Matt Corral. So talk about it. Uh, yeah, it's you know, I'm like I think I was on the record plenty of times saying that I did not really want to go after Mayfield, and and that was because I figured that we would do what I what we usually do and just throw way too much money and give up way too much to get this guy that who knows if he's ever going to be that good again. Like I mean, he's got a lot to prove, and but. To Dustin's point, we gave up next to nothing to to get it, and to me that is just that is just uh, I mean I'll take it because he's definitely better than Darnold. Uh, it gives Matt Corral a little bit of breathing room instead of getting thrown to the wolves and just tossed into the furnace right out of the gate, you know. Because otherwise, I really was thinking Darnold was going to start like two or three weeks, and then we were going to throw the rookie in there, and he's going to get fucking killed. And that's a dumpster fire. So I will I will. Um... Go ahead and just do the ultimate cliche. I have that, you know, the question is, if you have two quarterbacks, do you not have one at all? And well, that's why Vegas line has us dropping, right? Slightly. And it makes sense because, yes, there is going to be a quarterback controversy competition. But at the end of the day, I don't think it's going to be as much as what everybody's making it out to be. It's pretty clear cut to me that Baker Mayfield is a better quarterback than Sam Darnold. He was a better quarterback in college. And he's been a better quarterback in the pros. Dustin? It's hard to say. Um, Sam Darnold, for his entire career, has played behind bottom five offensive lines. Baker Mayfield, for his entire career, has played on top ten in the last few years, top five offensive lines. Makes a big fucking difference. Well, yes. And you know, I've harped on the offensive lines forever. So, yes, you are correct with that. I just – I don't know, man. I, 
Yeah. Yeah, it's just hard for me to say that Baker Mayfield is clear cut better than Sam Darnold. Because we don't know what he looks like behind a mediocre to bad offensive line. We don't know what it looks like because he hasn't had to do it. Well, at least we fixed the line in the offseason, so that'll help him out a little bit. Right. Well, yes, on paper, we've improved our offensive line. And, of course, we all, you know, we pray and we pray. Drastically improved. I'm rocking this Aquano yes. jersey with the hope that he doesn't let me down. Right. So, you know, I think that's going to be a huge factor. and. You know, as much as Sam Darnold has looked kind of shitty, and I know it was a small sample size and against shitty teams at the beginning of the year last year, but he didn't look too bad. And that was still behind our shit offensive line. And what makes it even harder to really make a determination on him again, God, he's he's Darnold is like an enigma, fucking wrapped in a mystery. Um, he's seeing ghosts. Because... You know, McCaffrey also went down shortly after we got through those easy breezy games. Mm -hmm. And we all know McCaffrey is a big fucking factor. You know, if he had been around, maybe we could have won a couple of those tough games. Our receivers weren't doing Darnold any fucking favors last year. We dropped a shit ton of passes. So, you know, I don't care who comes out on top. As long as it's the better fucking person, that's all that matters to me. Well, I agree with that. So, I'm just speculating that I just don't see Sam beating Mayfield for so the job if Mayfield stays healthy. The other big question is, besides the on-the-field play, is that it looks like Darnold's confidence is pretty shot, and he's taken a ton of arrows from the media and from fans. And um, Baker comes in supremely confident, you know, even though he's been through this. So, um, so he's got the confidence part, but the question is locker room style right. alienating. Got Brandon? Um, you want to get into that? That that has always been my biggest worry with him. He's been an arrogant little prick since he was at Oklahoma, and it annoys me to no end to watch his behavior most of the time. Like, don't be an ass, man. Act like a professional. Conduct yourself appropriately, and act like you've been there before, as they say, you know. But as long as he's not starting fights with teammates in the locker room or being having his dad tweet about them. Right. Or shit like that. You know, and I think it'll be all right. I just want to see him grow up a little bit and like understand or his that, wife, understand that you've got a, you've got another chance here, man. And you're going to have to conduct yourself right. And like show that you belong here. And I know he wants to prove that he earned that number one draft pick and that he did what he did for the Browns and all of that. And he's got a, he's got a chip on his shoulder for sure. And now we all know we like players with chips on their shoulders. I mean, hell, we named this podcast after a guy that the had biggest a chip, chip on his shoulder. On his shoulder. <laughs> you know, so if he can go out there and deliver it, that's fine and talk a shit and do good. But don't be a locker room distraction, please. It's just so funny to me. Who's the namesake of our show? You know, where did the name of our show come from? What, that's what I just said. One Stephen Smith. Uh, what did he used to do? Talk he some used shit. To talk a lot of shit. And he backed it up. Did he used to start fights with teammates in the locker room? No, did he says third. No, no, he didn't fight him in the locker room. He fought him on the field during practice. He fought him in the locker room and on the field. Can he I, fight a motherfucker anywhere? But you know what Steve Smith did? He went out there and balled he out. He backed it up. Yeah. So again, if Baker does that, nobody's gonna care that to, much. You know, and not only will I not care, but I will fucking love it. Rush I it. hope. If he's out there talking shit, but he's backing it up, I am fucking fully on board. Please do it. Please do it. But if you're out here fucking up our locker room, 
and you're talking a bunch of shit for no reason, that's a different story. So what, what, what I would add to this is that obviously winning will paper over a lot of problems. The difference is that to be the field general as opposed to a wide receiver, you have to show that steady field general kind of mindset to keep the locker room all focused, everybody rowing in the same direction, right? So there's a reason why not a lot of hothead type guys, you know, wind up succeeding uh, in this role. You have to be the steady hand, generally speaking. Cool hand, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> Hotheads like Tom Brady, like Peyton Manning, they used to fucking bitch people out on the field left and right. You can do that type of shit if you're that good. That's all that matters. If you can back it up, then you can talk all the shit you want. And that's what it comes down to. Hell, Tom Brady gets to talk shit to the referees with no problem. Right, exactly. No, it's true. I mean, we see it in other sports. I mean, Michael Jordan and LeBron James have long leashes when it comes to getting in the referee's mm-hmm. face. That's just the way it is. So, uh, good, good talk. So, I think the next step is we'll look at the Panthers' uh, season ahead. Yeah, because we're, we're definitely doing this in this order. Yes. <laughs> there was nothing amiss with this podcast at all today. Oh, uh, by the way, guys, I forgot to welcome you to season two. <laughs> And that's the Stone Cold... The El Segundo Stone Cold Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA. I was looking for it back in February when I was in Texas. Couldn't even find it there. But of course, I found it here in Raleigh, just at the Alamo Draft House of all places. But, uh, you know, a little, it ain't a Steve Weiser, but um, it is damn tasty. Well, when you hear the glass, it's your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, he's he's got respiratory failure over here. Brandon, uh, Panthers, Browns. You, uh, I don't have the records up from last year. Uh, <laughs> so I've got something. Again. Uh, I'd like to believe that we're going to win. I think Baker is going to come out and absolutely play his ass off. I really do. I think we lose the game. I think, despite a great effort from Baker Mayfield, that we're going to lose the game. And this is why. Their defense, I mean, is solid. And they know how Baker plays. They know how he plays well. But to that degree, he also knows their defensive schemes. Yeah, they're going to so, be as up so for him he, as he, he is he, for he them. May, he may be able to read that. Honestly, this is, it's kind of a toss-up game, honestly. I mean, I may have to reevaluate. But I think it's going to be a really close, hard-fought game. Baker's going to play well. Um, I think the difference is going to be, like, how this new look offensive line plays for us. As I've harped on it a million times, I mean, uh, Akeem Ikwanu, great pickup in the draft. His first test is against Miles Garrett. That's 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 a hard. That is a hard test for a rookie. So we have 17 games to get through. So I'm Dustin. I'm going to get your take on this game. We're going to try to get through the whole season here. So. I think honestly, it's going to come down to the running game. Obviously, they have Chubb. They have Hunt. Jacoby Brissett is going to be probably starting at quarterback. Yeah. They're not going to put a lot of fucking State pro. faith in him. Pack pro. Pack pro. Um, you know, can our defensive line stop their running backs? Which, that was something we struggled with, particularly in the second half of last year. 
So that to me will be the determining factor whether we win that game. I think Baker may come out and try if he's starting. You know, I don't. You know, none of, we don't know what he looks like. He's coming off an injury. Is he going to be ready? He has to learn a whole new fucking. He could also be blah, blah, pressing. Blah. Yeah, and and maybe he tries too hard. Right, he's and in his head about throws it. an interception yeah. in the first quarter, trying to I mean, make a like big pass right. and throwing picks because, like you said, the Browns do have a pretty decent defense, so we can't play into their strength. So, you know, it, at this point, it's up in the air. I would like to believe that we could win, but well, it's not like, you know, even if we were favored, it wouldn't be by very much. So we have we have a long way to go. Obviously, we don't know if Baker and the Panthers lose that game. The narrative around him and the team is going to get a lot more intense if, the, if they don't come away with the victory in that home opener. It's just going to put a lot of gas on that fire. You know what I'm talking about. I mean, the national media won't shut up about this Baker already. always sucked. <laughs> it's going to... Right. No, no, Baker was... Baker was good the whole time. You know, it, exactly. It depends on what happens. It, right. What, like, you know, dictates it, that Either narrative. it was a genius move to bring him in or it was the dumbest decision <laughs> ever, right? So, get ready for that. So, moving on. At the New York Football Giants. Dustin, first crack. We're going to keep alternating. That should be one of our winnable games. Should be a win. Should be a win. But, hey, guess who else revamped their offensive line and is looking pretty good this year? The New York Giants. Who brought in the former offensive coordinator from the Bills? Yep, they brought in the former coordinator from the Bills who set Josh Allen on his path. And, you know, um, I just read something recently where uh, – I forget who it was. Somebody that used to play with Daniel Jones said that he, you know, they feel like, you know, he hasn't had a fair shot essentially. Too many point, changes. But they feel like he has a chance to – this year so uh you know i would like to believe that's a winnable game for us but <laughs> brandon uh i agree I, I believe we'll win that game uh their defense isn't that great um we have enough weapons to put some points up on them if we can gel and play well uh their offense we said yeah it's revamped they got they finally got an o-line you know they'll probably be trying to run the ball a lot more we'll see how that works out uh yeah, Saquon is looking good. Hey, Meechum, our number one special it. guest. No, nah, we're not pausing anything. Come on. Oh, okay, well, can, can someone uh, move their car? Their car? <laughs> oh, shit. That's mine. Can you move your car? Can I get out real quick, please? No, you stuck. This is the first time Mike up some we got a we got a parking adjustment. So after the going to play in New York, not in New York, in New Jersey, um, <laughs> yeah, to, to play the Giants, you then get to host my Saints in Charlotte. Brandon, we got a lot of question marks on my Saints. A lot, of, a lot of question marks on your Saints. You don't have Sean Payton. Jameis is still your QB, yes. He's coming off the ACL. Mm-hmm. So Jameis coming off an ACL. Not really any other solid quarterbacks. I was honestly really, really shocked that you guys didn't go for a quarterback in the draft. Uh, maybe you're saving it up for this year, um, since it should be a deeper pick at quarterback for you guys. For a lot of teams, honestly, Alvin Kamara will probably be suspended too for this game. A lot of quarterback capital this year. So I'm gonna go. We win that one because the Saints are. It's gonna be early in the season. They're still gonna be trying to figure things out with their new coach and and schemes and whatever. I feel like it could be a long season for you, bud. I'm sorry because we've been there. That's okay. Instead of doing both guys on both games, I'm going to just go one-to-one. So you get to talk about the Panthers hosting the Cardinals the following week. <laughs> Kyler Murray <laughs> loves playing for the Arizona Woo! Cardinals. Yeah, it's just funny. I don't think, but 
just for whatever reason, we always seem to beat them. So I'll, just for that alone, I'll take. So for that I'll one time, Jake DeLone threw six interceptions. In the right. <laughs> well, Luke, Thanks, Jake. Luke made up for that uh, when we uh, beat them on our way to the Super Bowl. True. Next game is on October 9th. The Panthers are home again, hosting the 49ers. We'll probably not have Jimmy G. Not the way it's looking. Not the way it's looking, but also the 49ers do have a pretty stacked team <sighs> otherwise, except for their questions at quarterback. They're, they're in the Super Bowl a couple they're, years ago. They're, they're pretty stacked, and honestly, um, I don't think that we beat them. I, uh, I think their defense and their running game is just too much. And it doesn't matter who's at quarterback for them in that game. They're going to beat us. You're getting a lot of nods from Dustin here. Another California team you love to play. You're going to L.A. to play the Rams next. Oh, God. Oh, gee, I wonder who's going to win that fucking game. <laughs> here comes the fun part. You are talking about how difficult the schedule is, so there's that. Now bounce back to Brandon. Now you're at home against Tom Brady and the Bucks. <laughs> we lose. Hey, good news, Dustin. You're going to Atlanta the following week to rebound all right finally <laughs> back to a game we can fucking win you know marcus Mariota starting at quarterback leaves me <laughs> not much faith in their team aside from that they already looked like trash last year and i don't think they've done a whole lot to improve so i you know i'm gonna chime in you know we'll get to these games but the saints and falcons i feel like we're gonna split just because it seems like what's always what always just fucking happens the way it is we're better than the falcons and it doesn't matter. They always beat us once a year. Even when we went, you know, almost won all of our fucking games, they were the one loss, the one loss. we had. Now, granted, that season we played them uh, twice in three weeks, and I hated that scheduling. Right. It was stupid. Um, but the Saints, the same thing. We'll get, you know, you, you can just pass by when we get there. But I think it's going to be a split. So it gets fun again, uh, Brandon. You get to take a flight to um, Cincinnati, Ohio. The following week. For an ass whooping. <laughs> the other Super Bowl contender. <laughs> They're going to crush us. Oh, man. Fun. Now you're at home against the Falcons. You get to uh, make up for that loss in Atlanta, that unexpected loss in Atlanta, I guess, the following week. Yeah. Dude, right. Atlanta twice in three weeks. They did it again. <laughs> Surprise. Again. What did I just say? All of our division games have been so close together for a while now. Like, spread it out a few more weeks, you know? I mean, we got 17 damn games. I get why they did it. Falcons in three weeks. For a few years, I get why they did it because at least us and the Saints were competitive for a while. Right. Um, You know, the Falcons had that one year. What was it? 2016, the year after, right after we went to the Super Bowl, I think. Um, But yeah, since then, you know, I don't know why they still keep doing it that way. But anyways, now you're in Baltimore to play Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Chalk up another L. Well, wait, we're going to beat the Ravens? I don't think so. Evidently, he put on 20 pounds in the offseason. Oh, no, I saw the picture. Did you yeah. see the picture? Yeah. And, and was it, uh, oh, my God, what's his name? Uh, DK Metcalf was like, hey, cuz, let me get some biceps. <laughs> and then Lamar's response was, bro, you got plenty of biceps for both of us. All right. DK's a monster. But still, Lamar is looking pretty buff. So, so I've got good news. You're playing – uh, Russ Wilson and the Broncos, but it's at home. That's good news. Oh boy! At least you're not playing in the Mile High. That doesn't matter. We're probably gonna lose this game. If we had played them earlier in the year, I would say we would have a chance to beat them because they wouldn't have had time to sync up yet. But I feel like by that time of the year, they're gonna be kind of rolling. Um, and when, I, you know, Russ is 
I think, a great quarterback. I agree. They've no. got good weapons. No They've got a good defense. So. And what you don't Two want good to... running backs as well, Melvin Gordon and Javante. Wasn't he Carolina boy? And what you don't want to do right now is play any team from the AFC West. Yeah, because anything because other than a division that. game is like a break yeah. from the murder. Yeah, maybe, maybe if we're lucky, you know, the Chargers or the fucking Raiders will have beaten them to death by the time they get to it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> no. so, so after Russell Wilson comes to Charlotte that Sunday, you get to go – Cross country to play the Seahawks at the Clank Russ's former team. That that should be a win. I think we're going to win. Seahawks are a fucking are in, disaster. They are in shambles right now. Yeah, yeah. The I only, can't see us losing that game. The only other possible Baker Mayfield suitor, and evidently they weren't even that interested in him. Um, so yeah, I don't think they're going to look very good this year. Uh, they, who's their Who's their quarterback? Who's yeah. their defense? Who's their running back? <laughs> like they, the Seahawks are in like. Serious rebuild mode, right? right? You touched on this earlier, Dustin, that the Panthers will then host a day after my birthday on December 18th. They will host the Steelers in Bank of America Stadium. I think that's a winnable game. It depends um, on you know how well do their quarterbacks develop and how well do our quarterbacks develop throughout fair. the year. Very fair. It's later in the year. You know, they've got prospects. We've got prospects. Neither of us have good prospects. Well, <laughs> you get, well they've got Mike Tomlin and you got Matt Rule. Right. right. That's the key difference maker. <laughs> Correct. Their defense is a little better. They do have the reigning defensive player of the year, who I wouldn't be surprised if he's, you know, defensive player of the year again, you know, TJ Watt. Yeah. So, um, I so yeah, I, I think it's still a winnable game for us, though, because I feel I like their offense could be – a disaster this year. Oh, yeah. It's just, you know, are they at that point? If they are, then yes, we can win that game. If they somehow find, you know, their offense throughout the year, then we'll lose. By the, by that point, I fully expect um, Trubisky to have been sat in favor of Kenny Pickett. Oh, boy. And Kenny Pickett is going to be... Mm. With his historically small hands. <laughs> no, what, what I, no, I don't think hey, that. they're a nice size. <laughs> he's, okay? he's gonna get. He's gonna get welcome to the his NFL. His hands are a nice talk. size. That's you what never, you want to hear. It's really funny. He's gonna I get actually, taught to never fake a slide ever I, again. I did this one. No, no, day. he's gonna get hit in the NFL. I measured my hand, and it was like half an inch bigger than his, but he's like five inches taller than me. So I kind of. I kind of get it. I guess he does have small hands, but still. Yeah. I hope for his sake he's not disproportionate in other ways. Um, <laughs> um, hey, Brandon, on Christmas Eve, you get to open a Christmas gift. Do you know what it is? What's that? You're hosting the Lions in Charlotte. Oh, they're the Lions. And uh, we better not lose that. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, bah humbug. I don't know. If we're like all losses at that point and we're competing with them for like the better draft pick. Maybe we want to lose. <laughs> Dustin, I got bad news for a happy new year. Oh, God. You're at the Bucks oh. <laughs> on New Year's Day. <laughs> what game are we at at this point? This is week 16, so we're just so, about at the end of this. If the Bucks have already won out, maybe they locked down the win. They're sitting, Tom. <laughs> They're sitting, Tom. Two weeks. You know, that's our only hope for victory right there. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> All of their starters are sitting. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, since you guys have had to pick eight games each, and the, it's weird now that there's 17 games, I'm going to take the last game in New Orleans, hosting the Panthers. And we will welcome you to the Big Easy to enjoy yourselves and have a great time in 
this amazing American city like no other, but it's going to be hell for you on the football field. You know, just a thought. Oh, yeah, I agree. Maybe we all go to that game. Oh, shit. Will we make it back alive? <laughs> that I can't guarantee. <laughs> hey, tickets can be pretty cheap. Right. New Orleans, <laughs> Especially one-way tickets, and all you need is a there. fucking body bag for me uh, to they come home in. I got, some, I got some friends that live in New Orleans. We can give them a call. Hmm. <laughs> Find out next time on Mike Up Sun if we well actually that'll be more <laughs> a long time from now. But uh, but thanks for listening. Uh, we broke it down. Let's see how the quarterbacks look in the preseason. Thanks for joining us for season two. Yeah, it's time to pull out. Same great channel. Same <laughs> great time. Same bat channel. Same bad time. Yeah. <laughs>